everybody, it's your good friend Chase. Welcome back to another episode of the show here on Creative Live. Super excited to be in your ears. My favorite day of the week. You guys know the show. This is where I sit down with amazing humans and I unpack their brains with the goal of helping you live a dream, your dream in career, hobby, or life, whatever it might be. And today's episode is special but different. They're all special, of course. And here's how this is different. I think you're going to love, actually, strike that. I know you're going to love this. I was pumped to listen to this recording, and I usually don't listen to the shows before I release them full on, straight through, without any interruptions, but I was on the edge of my seat. Is that weird to say I was on the edge of my seat in my own podcast? Maybe. Maybe it is. But you know what? I'm just rolling with this. So here's the context before we get into the show. A friend of mine asked a favor. He said, would I? Would you please meet with this 22-year-old? He's got a ton of potential, and I think you can help him reconcile his passions with what everybody else wants him to do with his future. Now, what I love about this conversation, it doesn't matter if you're 22 or 82, what this is is a super raw, gritty intimate, I think it's like 28 minutes, a 28 minute conversation that I feel like captures the essence of what goes on in the minds of so many of us. You know, what should we do? Where should we go? How should we be in the world as we're chasing our passions? And how can we unlock at whatever level we're at, how can we unlock the next level? In this process of, of chasing our dreams, we often lose our way. And I think that's the nature of a dream, right? It's, it's, um, it's effervescent, it's fleeting. And in this conversation, I try and get this particular human to his, his name is Jordy. I try and get Jordy to focus and narrow his scope and experiment, pull on some threads because it's only through this action that we will find out if this is our thing. We try and as humans, we got these 2 million or brains. We try and think our way out of so much but this podcast is a lot about doing. So another caveat here. Now, this is recorded outside on Jordy's iPhone. I said, all right, instead of taking notes, why don't you record this, man? And he's like, oh, okay. So there's a little bit of wind noise, but ultimately we decided to keep this and release it in the podcast because it's my goal to provide real, personable, actionable, raw, um, authentic conversations like this. So there's a couple of places where the wind kicks up a little bit. As again, I, I, as I sat here and listened to like, is this, how valuable is this? I was like, I actually, I'm, I'm psyched because it feels like I'm a fly on the wall of, of, and this is, you are, right? You're a fly on the wall of this conversation where I'm actually coaching someone. So without any further ado, I'm going to get out of the way. Tell me that you like this show or that you hate it. I'll be looking for your responses out there in the internet. And I just want to say again, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I hope you love it as much as I do. Doing this is brings me a ton of joy, but I want to get on my way. And first, a really quick word from Creative Live, our sponsor. This episode of Chase Jarvis Live Show is brought to you by Creative Live. Creative Live is the world's largest and best platform for creative and entrepreneurial education. And right now you're saying, wait a minute, isn't that the company that you started? Yes, it is. It is my company, but they make this show 
possible. And if you don't know anything about Creative Live, you must check it out. It's where Pulitzer Prize winners, New York Times bestsellers, the best of the best teach photo, video, art design, music and audio, craft and maker, and the ability to make a living and a life in all of those disciplines. There is free content there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and there's also more than 10,000 hours of content for you to access on demand. You guys know I'm a huge believer in the power of daily habits, and today Creative Live, as a part of the sponsor announcement, wants you to know that they have a new, very powerful way to make education a part of your daily routine. That would be the Creative Live iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV apps. They're all free, and they let you watch all of the Creative Live classes that are on air streaming for free, anything you already own, and on the iPhone and iPad apps, you can watch one daily lesson of your choosing for free. That is one of 25,000 lessons for free, which is super, <laughs> super gnarly. To get those apps, go to the App Store, uh, iTunes, and search Creative Live, or go to creativelive.com slash apps. There you go. Now, let's get into the show. I think, first of all, our paths are really similar. Like I was super creative as a young kid and then I'm looking around like, I don't want to be weird, I want to fit in. And it was, I was right. basically a, a, an artist in a jock's body. Football, soccer, all that stuff came really easy to me. So I just, I doubled down on that. And not unlike you at USF, I was at SDSU right. playing the development team. Really clear path to go play professional soccer. But there was something where I was like, I don't know if this is like, it's so one-dimensional. In order, and in order to really, really be the best in the world, you have to continue that focus. And I was too excited or inspired by too many other things, art and creativity in particular. And for me, it was the sort of skate, snow, surf world that I was participating in that helped me understand that fusion between creativity and art. So it's not dissimilar to yours. You're like, all these footballers, like soccer guys, wearing there's like fashion and personal expression and they all have personal brands yeah. and, um, and I just think that's a really cool space and it's the same space that I was very passionate about slightly different twist because yeah. I had that skate surf influence as mm -hmm. well as the um, as well as the soccer but in that time soccer really didn't have the level of culture or lifestyle right. that it does now yeah um and it's, I think that's the word that I just keep coming back to. I was listening to you is like the lifestyle. Yeah, so definitely. You have well, my understanding is you have a lifestyle blog around uh, soccer. Um, you have a passion for soccer. You want to be able to continue to do all of these things. But the biggest mystery in the world is how do you sew it together in one thing? Because right now it feels siloed. Exactly. Yeah. And that's totally natural. That happens to me. It happened to me, and I basically started telling stories about my ability to put it all together right and I think we used to be very siloed uh, but the most creative people in business and in life to me are now there we're all what I call hyphens we're all doing so many things right I'm you know you're a soccer player a blogger um, business owner entrepreneur side hustler creator like whatever the, whatever yeah. the list is I think like leaning into that is really cool but actually very defining a, a through thread is really helpful in building an audience. Yeah. Because if you try and build an audience in soccer and then you try and build an audience in fashion, right. it's like those those things are not, um, it's harder to leverage all a bunch of disparate audiences right. versus creating sort of your own personal expression that is all under one banner. Definitely, and I think that's part of the issue I had was kind of solidifying 
the identity of what my brand was because I'm, I'm trying to touch all these different things that I'm passionate about and by you know making it so widespread and so diverse I wasn't actually focusing on one thing at yeah, a time for sure which is like you know one of the biggest problems I had which is why I kind of like transitioned to being like okay I'm, I'm passionate about all these things so maybe the focus for me is being more on personal brand and and being able to touch on those things but from my own kind of voice my own perspective and I think yep. that's why yeah that's why like when dad said I could meet you I was like yeah. oh my god like that's yeah. exactly what uh, where I went I used photography as the primary vehicle right. but I made it about a lifestyle yeah and um, I think in creating a personal brand personal brand, brand gives you a lot of uh, opportunity yeah um, especially you know it's super well time I think you have to be really consistent about whether it's consistency on a timely basis, like daily, weekly, yep. monthly. Um, but to me, you only find those things out by experimenting. And you can't sit back and pontificate the perfect, okay, I'm going to have YouTube strategy that goes like this and it feels like yeah. this. And, because think about how your blog started, right? You just started. Yeah, you just, you just did, did it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it, the more you do it, the more you're going to find out how to do it. Um, and so I think the biggest thing that keeps people from being successful is this desire for perfection and planning rather than doing so I have a equation like 90% doing 10% planning yeah and uh, and I think that's the case for you like you're only gonna figure out this voice by exercising your voice over and over right. and thinking, okay that didn't really work or this works and yeah um, and continue to tell stories about your personal view and your experience I do like as, as you're doing that what you're really trying to do is find this arc find this thread find yeah. this narrative yeah and for me like Again, I, I did the first iPhone app that shared photos yeah, to social yeah. networks. So, and I had just spent my whole professional, or I guess my my twenties, just aligning with okay, I'm a fucking artist, and this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a living and a yeah. life doing what I love as a photographer. And then when I launched this iPhone, I just started incubating cool ideas in my photo studio. And then when I launched this iPhone app, it was you know app of the year in the in the iStore in the iTunes store. It's like fuck. Now am I am I a <laughs> coder am I an entrepreneur <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. am I a whatever yeah um, but I think we don't have to worry about that as much because that was 10 years ago right so it's starting to be understood that we're all going to be this series of again what I call hyphens right um, right and and I did the same thing with, with Creative Live. Yeah. I then leveraged everything I learned from that into starting this company raising 50 million dollars and and being able to be this sort of creator entrepreneur, right? With sort of a, a lifestyle around creativity, and I'm I'm less sport, but my my passion in photography was outdoor adventure. Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, I shot campaigns for all the big outdoor brands, all the automotive yeah. brands. Yeah. Um, Wasn't uh, was REI your first major? Was that your were, first major? Yeah, that were my first sort of like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. When, yeah. You know, and you you made. $10,000 last year in total and someone hands you $20,000 yeah. in exchange for a couple <laughs> pictures you're like oh yeah. shit I want to do more of this yeah yeah I think and I think like what I love most about your story from what I you know understand just just you know because I, I listen to like some of your podcasts and on YouTube and all that kind of yeah. stuff and I think the thing that I resonated with most was just I think it was super cool how like you never really had this direct kind of like you didn't necessarily know you were going to become a photographer but your it was your, your grandfather, right? Yeah. He he left some old yeah. an old camera, and you're like shit. Like let's let's fuck around with this and see what happens. Yeah. And I think that's the fact that you're self-taught. I think is like 
probably like one of the for me like one of the coolest parts of your story and I, I think that that you know because there was a there's another there's an influencer that I really really love and admire um, you probably know him he's like he's got like 3 million followers on Instagram he's pretty big now um, Jack, Mor- uh, Jack Morris I know Jack the, I know his profile I don't yeah. know him personally yeah yeah the, but, do you travel and I was yeah. you know I was researching him because I'm like I love what he does he, it's, it's interesting actually he doesn't actually refer like kind of like yourself how you were saying before it's like this you're like this hybrid now of doing all these things and it's just you know how you your path has turned out but he was saying like I'm not I don't actually consider myself a photographer I just put my story out there share my perspective through a camera and that's that's what I do and and he's all self-taught too he said he he, um he was working a nine-to-five from the ages of he dropped out of school from like 17 to maybe like 22 years old he's like nine-to-five I'm like fuck this I I hate what I'm doing he had three thousand dollars of savings he bought a ticket to to Thailand and he's like I don't know what I'm going to do there. I'm just going to go and see what happens, right? So he goes there and he starts taking cool photos. And then, like, you know, five years later, he's completely blown up. He's, like, one of the biggest, uh, you know, travel travel influencers there is. And I just think, like, that is so inspiring for me, being someone who doesn't necessarily know, you know, all the nuances of taking your cool photos and editing and things like that. So, But you don't have to know. Right. I think you have to have a thing. And the, the one danger that I see... The only thing that would betray you is if your goal was to become an influencer. Right. Your goal should be, you know, like build a business or build a life or build something. Yeah. And then the influence is what happens along the way as you're sharing your story. Right. Like my goal, uh, you probably know Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Gary's like, I want to buy the Jets. That's his sort of why. Yeah. And it's, it's it's a fictitious, playful, maybe he'll do it someday thing. But he's building all these businesses so that he can someday buy his childhood, you know, live his childhood right, dream of right. buying the New York Jets. And by extension, if Jack was like, I want to become a travel influencer, and that's what I hear everybody around me do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. the fucking wrong thing. Because <laughs> that is not an end. That is not a destination. Right. Right. Like, that is, the, the destination is what you want to be or do or become. That's your sort of big why. Yeah. And... The path from here to there is how you sort of cultivate and create relationships with others, business ideas, projects, and it's through those projects, business ideas, and and trials and tribulations on the way to the summit of the mountain, whatever fucking mountain it is, that you cultivate, create community, and sort of community if they're responding to what you are doing because you're authentic and you're true to yourself and you have a unique vision and you're good at articulating that vision. Influence happens. Influence right. is the byproduct. Yeah. You have to be a lumber mill. You have to make fucking wood and then sawdust, the stuff that comes off of the wood as you're putting it through the mill, that ends up becoming some of the most valuable stuff. Right. So, like, photography, being a professional photographer was my lumber mill. I'd go harvest trees and fucking conceptually, you're, you're with me here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm putting these things through the buzz saws and the sawdust that's coming off, I'm watching people care so deeply about the... And this is my story, for example. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. taking pictures for a living. I love it. It's the coolest thing. But look at where what it, the sawdust is. Look at what it allows me to do. Look at how I can tap into my own personal creativity and the creativity of those around me. Look at how I can tell stories and help people, you know, add value to other people. Right. That's in the sawdust. Right. And what happens at some point is the sawdust becomes more valuable than the wood. Yeah. And so, what I encourage you to think about is like what is a thing that you can start building and yep. telling your story along the way even if that thing changes yep. like for me it used to be a photography business and then it was the iPhone app and now it's creative live yep. 
and I'm sure it'll be something else in the future. But those are the things that I'm building, and everything that fucking comes off. Right. Yeah. Is is and and this is a very simple pattern you can see with basically everybody who you admire. Yeah. Oh, definitely. If you deconstruct yeah. the people who are doing the shit that you love, this is by and large the paradigm. Yeah. I mean, I think about you know your story, obviously how you explained it then, and then it made me think is well, obviously about Gary Vee is another another guy that I really admire and you know sure. um, consume a lot of his content and then just I think about that as well across all the different people I've kind of been inspired by or have looked up to across you know throughout my life like whether that be you know, athletes or business owners entrepreneurs they all have that similar thing and I think one thing that Gary often goes on a lot about is like it's not so much about like he's like don't chase don't chase perfection like you were saying it's yeah. more about he's like put 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 whatever you want to put out there it doesn't matter if it's shit just put it out there and keep going and going until you find your voice or you find whatever it is that you're looking for and I think that is something that really, really resonates with me too um, but yeah I guess it's just about me finding finding what it is it, and then the way you yeah. find it is through doing exactly, yeah. you do not find it through just thinking Yeah, that's not to say you don't have to think about it Yeah, yeah. because even the thing that you're going to do like you need to decide what you're going to wake yeah. up and do on yeah. Saturday morning Yeah, yeah. but like having a little plan is okay and the thing that's most interesting is you pull on the things that you love and then those, it's not a linear path. So the things that you love are going to change, and what you find when you're pulling on the thread is other things. Yeah. And to me, if the path, if you're stepping onto different paths, it doesn't actually matter that the paths are changing. Yeah. It's that you're always on a path. Right. And it's when you're walking in the fucking woods. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Where am I going? And that's yeah. that's like a lack of a personal compass, right. which is fine. Yeah. But most people, they think they have to walk in the forest until they figure out their compass. No, it's exactly the opposite. You have to start chopping trees down and building a fucking fort yeah. and walking. Definitely. In a single direction. Absolutely. Until you fucking bump into something that inspires you. Yeah. And I think like, you know, kind of how we were discussing before, you know, as, you know, being... In, a, in an athletic program within college, everything in your life is so one-dimensional, like it's so regimented, like you practice every day at this time, yep. you play on the weekends, like here's your drop-off schedule, everything is so prepared. It's the same in the classroom. Yep. Like, here's the syllabus, here's your assignments, this is what it's worth, and you don't need to think about shit, you just, you just do it. It's yep. like, you know, it's, but it's so, and then it's like, okay, you graduate, uh, you know, for most, for the most people, you're no longer a college athlete, you're no longer a student, yep. and it's like you can do whatever you want. So I'm like looking at this, and I, I think I look at it with more optimism rather than anxiety. Yeah. It's like there's so many fucking cool possibilities, but now it's like, which one do I chase down? And it's yeah. and and I think what I've been, you know, thinking about recently is rather than being like, oh my god, I need to try this and do this and do this. It's like let's pick one thing, go okay. in on that, and yep. then once you've, you know, not not necessarily nailed it, but once you've gotten it down then you can maybe move to the next thing and just build and grow and see you know then you'll end up where you want to be sure and you can also like pull on that thread and find out that when you're like ooh, it looks and this is what i tell people about being a photographer looks really good from the outside yeah. but you have to love it so much yeah you have to love it so fucking much yeah in order to really do it for a living and that's like when it's fucking raining when there's 100 people when there's zero people when yeah. you're you know, on top of the mountain and you've just, you know, got the shot or when they're in the fucking bowels of some basement and it's sucking, yeah. you still have to push through. Yeah. And that's only, you only figure that out by going to the place and you get there and you realize, do I love this? Yeah, definitely. And there's a great, like, there's a great sort of two-piece test that a friend of mine called Chris Gillibo came up with, which is, <clears throat> it's just two questions. Um, 
to decide if you should keep doing something. It's like, uh, I'm not going to nail this, but I think it's something like, um, is this working? Yep. And then it's either, you know, yes, it's working because you're feeling progress or yep. no, it's not. And in either case, if yes, it's working, do I still love it? Yeah. And if you answer yes to both those questions, then obviously keep doing it. Yeah. If there's conflict, yeah. then you have to figure it out. Right. No, I don't. No, there's no progress. Do I still love it? If the answer is yes, I still love it, then fucking keep going. Of course, yeah. And if the answer is like, no, I don't still love it, and I'm not making progress. Yeah. <laughs> it's very simple. You know, of course, yeah, yeah, decision. yeah, yeah. So you really can only experience that by... Pursuing doing, something. Yeah, I love doing. that. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. And the doing is the thing, you know, I think I say 90% doing, 10% planning. Gary's like, most of the shit doesn't matter. You know, we all have our own ways yeah. of explaining it. Um, but it sounds like to me that you're at an op- and I love that you have optimism around it. Optimism is like force multiplier in everything. Optimism, optimism and positivity. Yeah. Positivity is a core value in your creative life. Yeah. Like, it's literally one of the things that we say is required for every meeting, every, yeah. you know, every, everything, yeah. everything yeah. put out. Um, it's just interesting, like, because, you know, a lot of my, my friends, are, you know, good kids, like, but a lot of them are like, they have this mentality where they're like, oh, like, fuck, I never want to graduate. I want to stay in college. And I'm like, fuck, I can't wait to graduate. Like, yeah. I can't wait to like, for me, like the next part of my life or the next chapter, like, 20s to 30s is like I'm like that's where shit happens that's where you like can do what literally whatever you want and I think that is inspiring and I think that's exciting like I'm not I'm not saying that there's no value in the college experience and and playing football with your mates that's like you know it's incredible great memories but I think like you were saying you know do I love what I'm doing of course I love I love the game I always will Um, and there's you know I guess to an extent there's the progress but I'm like I just have this like burning desire to do something new to do something do you different. love it for the rest of your life and the answer there is clearly no yeah no exactly and that's exactly, exactly. And, and the people around you i think this is where like being really true to yourself and knowing who you are internally is because you're gonna have people like what why would you possibly stop playing soccer it's yeah. the best thing ever yeah like you can go you know if you're doing this you maybe go to the olympics you can maybe you yeah. know play pro here this would be incredible what because they don't have that opportunity if you have right it, you got one shot yeah and so you might as well figure out like who you are inside because that's yeah. going to be your best guide. Definitely. And just beware and be re- you're in a you're in a great supportive family environment, so you, you've got a lot of people who are sort of in your corner. But it's gonna you know sort of like when you leave schools, when you start having a bunch of people say, "Oh no, now what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Do this. Yeah. This is this is virtuous. That's not. Yeah. Absolutely. So just be prepared for that, and yeah. that's where like yeah, knowing yeah. who you are at your core is really valuable. Know thyself is such a simple proverb. Yeah, but it's so important. Absolutely, and, uh, it's going to be challenged for you in the next couple yeah, of years. Definitely. Um, I think I'm also looking forward to that challenge. Yeah. Like I think. Oh, it creates clarity. Yeah, yeah. I've I've developed, and I think these are the you know some of the things I've been thinking about during the, you know the past six months or so, which I think has been a benefit to me because it's like mm-hmm. I'm already starting to deal with what's going to come up and you know down the track, but um. Yep. I think being at Adobe has really, it's kind of like really showed me that I do have this interest in kind of like the, I guess the way I would phrase it is like this intersection between, you know, technology and business and I guess the empowerment that happens in between those two spaces. And I think that's why I'm like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe despite being 
considering myself, you know, being an athlete my whole life, maybe maybe there is space for me to be a creator or to to ha- to have some creative talent, and that's why I'm like, fuck it, let's like, I've been, re- I don't, I have no idea where to start. Actually, this might be a good, probably yeah. a great question for you. Um, I'm like, I want to buy a camera and I want to just go and take photos and see if I like it and see if I am, go- am good at it. Sure. And like, you know, wh- so where do you st- like? Doesn't what, matter. What camera do you buy? It doesn't like, matter. Just, yeah. It literally doesn't fucking matter. Can you shoot on an iPhone, yes. right? Like, yeah. yeah. The best camera is whatever you have with you. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that's perfect example of an instance of culture telling you that you need to do a thing before you do a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's in the most basic, like you, you can't take pictures without a camera, but we're I'm looking at a camera that you yeah. own on the table. Yeah. So check, done, start taking pictures. Yeah. Because it's not about the camera, it's about whatever equipment that's the right. concept behind the best camera. Right. It's with you, it's a fucking matter. Right. What matters is that you're taking pictures and expressing yourself. Right. And then if you take a lot of pictures and you start to realize, like, fuck, I really like taking pictures of surfing. Yeah, okay. Well, iPhone is not the best camera to shoot surfing on. Yeah. yeah. So then you buy a fucking camera that you can shoot surfing right. on. Right. That's what I mean by pulling on yeah. the threads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love but that. But it's only through taking pictures every day that yeah. you realize that you love surfing. Yeah. You love surf photography. Yeah. yeah. And how do you, like, you know, how do you share the work you're doing? Is it is it through social media? Is it through a blog? Or, like, how did, like, you know, how, for example, how did you start sharing the work you were doing? Because I know you Yes talk... is the answer. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter, right. right. <laughs> but I, I think you should probably put your stuff, like... Those are channels. Those are distribution channels. And you're the creator. Right. Find the distribution channels where the most people that you identify with where they are. Right. And share in those channels. Okay. Because you can't do everything. You should. I'm also a believer in like doing a lot of things is valuable because it's only through that doing that you find out what's less, what's more and less valuable. Yeah. Where you're getting more traction and less traction. It's the same. It's the same concept. It's a meta concept of doing, and then you learn through doing. Like right. you're gonna post all this shit, and like you learn like, oh shit, maybe LinkedIn is really not the best place for yeah. my yeah. creative photography. Now, again, I don't think you should just be a photographer. I like, and that's a thing. Maybe that's a thing. That's what you want to do is build a business yeah. in photography. Great. Start documenting and sharing that process. Yeah. If it's building a business, a lifestyle brand, where at the intersection of sport and. Uh, yeah. Start telling that story. Yeah. And it's again that's the what's your why, what's your mountain, what are you doing? And all of this other sort of expression, like you're clearly a creator. I did the same thing. I was creative as a kid, then I said, Okay shit, I don't wanna be the weird creative kid, I'm gonna be <laughs> the the jock because it's easy. Right. And so it was sort of a, a bad footing to start off on, but I loved it. I loved yeah. sports, you know, yeah, more than anything. Yeah. And it you know, paved the way for maybe a lot of self confidence. Yeah. You know, it, our bodies are the most important thing because without it, we're not around. Right. Of course. You know, and this concept of you know bodies and minds that are connected. If you're active, you're, you know, you're disproportionately likely to be, to be uh, around for longer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, taking care of the vessel, like all those things, were things that have created value for me along yeah. the way that I didn't really anticipate. I was just pursuing them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, what is it that you're building? And it's okay if that thing changes, but start building. Right. And it's it's all it's go back to my sort of sawdust analogy. It's yeah. like don't worry most people put like they, they try and have sawdust and cut wood in their fucking basement so no one sees it. Right. That's not that's why you no one cares. Yeah. Because they're not along for the ride on your bigger journey, your bigger why. Yeah. Yeah. So figure out what it is inside, you know, chart your course, start you know, making lumber. Yeah, and, definitely. I love that. And putting the things, the story that it is that you're living, 
out via being a creator. And again, you don't have to just be a creator or just be an entrepreneur or just be a... That's the ethos of most of the people that I feel like you're... You pay attention to right, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, everyone I feel like are just complete hybrids. They yeah. they dabble in so many different things, but they're fucking good at so many at those things how, too. Yeah, and that's but why focusing on one thing is what, where you develop mastery. Right, right. And it's in developing mastery that you can then leverage that mastery into other things. Like, yeah, I can say without even batting an eyelash that I'm a master photographer. Other people, other brands, other institutions have recognized that. I didn't yeah. need that. Yeah. To know that I can take any picture that I want to take if you give me the right amount of time and money yeah I can make any photograph in the world happen that's that equals mastery yeah now all I did was like deconstructed mastery in photography into the things that what are the components oh it was certainly my dedication to the thing the time I put in how did I learn was I sharing or was I holding knowledge who inspired me where did I get those things all those things are liftable and stampable into other things that's why right. you see you know the people that you pay attention to online be good at so many yeah. things is because they've mastered one thing right. and that fucking thing is the thing that I'm suggesting you find out what it is yeah. and you drive at it definitely I don't need to tell you what the thing is you don't have to know today but that's what you should try and figure out and right. start marching to because when yeah. you master that thing like mastering the art of social influence is bullshit <laughs> it is not an end in and of itself right it's not because you you it, it you unmistakably will be discovered for a fraud because you're not driving towards some some higher purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think finding that. Purpose well, I think that's is, super interesting as well. Because sorry, I cut you off. No, um, it's great. I think you see, you do see, you know, a ton of influences or you know influences. You see a ton of social media profiles where you can tell that they're trying to be an, an influencer, but they have no. There's no like. There's no identity or there's no value behind what they're actually putting out. There's no, they have, yeah, like you said, they have no why. And I think yeah. that's really evident. And then you compare that to the people who are successful. I mean, the social media sure. profiles are successful. Well, you, you, can, you can have a successful social media profile quote like you just did. Yeah. But it, like, the, there's limited success there. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the people aren't successful on social because of their social media profile. They're successful because of something else. And that's why people follow them anyway. Like I, yeah, there's so many countless examples of that that's out there, um, and I, yeah, I think that's what one of the benefits for me that I have is that I've still got, you know, six months till I graduate, last season of soccer, last season of school, I'm still working at Adobe, so I've still got, you know, so much time to like, yeah, to don't learn you, yeah, and you think eat, about it, and totally. yeah, I like, like, short-term urgency, yeah, but sort of long-term, like, hey, look at, I know that I'm how old are you, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-two, actually turned twenty-three on Sunday. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Congrats. So, you're 22. You're like, I'm 45. I feel like a child, <laughs> and in, in a very sort of invigorating, passionate, yeah, like absolutely, don't care sort of way. Yeah. Um, so, you do have long-term time. Yeah. But actually, short-term urgency, like deciding, like don't, you know, stay in and play video games all day unless being a gamer is one of the things that you right. want to do in life. Yeah. If that's the thing that you want to master. Um, just, uh, yeah, I think I think I made myself clear. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love everything here that awesome. I've heard. It's really inspiring. And I think, too, like, um, I lost my train of, <laughs> lost my, lost my train of thought. It's all good. But, um, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You, you know, you mentioned, like, short-term urgency versus long-term.
term why people are chopping down the wood. And I think one of the things that I've really learned, probably in the last couple of months actually, is just how important it is to have patience. Like Gary he goes on about deploying patience yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I think while I did have a lot of great, you know, exceptional learning experiences from building my blog and, and doing all that, I, I didn't rush it, but I was I was very short-term with the way that I approached it from the sense of, I need to do this, oh no, I'm going to change that. And now I'm like, dude, like, sit back. Like You can change so much in the space of a year yeah. or two. Like Five years is not a long time at all. When I was like, I'm going to go to college for four years, I'm like, shit. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, most people underestimate what they can do, overestimate what they can do in a day or a week and underestimate what they can do in a year. Yeah, absolutely. So now I'm like, sit back. Like, don't 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 be uh, complacent, yeah. but don't feel like you need to happen tomorrow. I need For to sure. all of a sudden have 10 million YouTube subscribers and all these things totally. going on. It's like, it's fine. It's like find what you're good at, like you said, do it, and then see what happens. And yeah, I really love that. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, happy to do that. All right, that about wraps it up. But uh, hey, before you bounce, two quick things. Um, actually, I'm going to go three quick things. Thing one, A, thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you, you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we're able to have a conversation is awesome. I feel uh, honored to be in your ears right now and that uh, you've paid attention to what I've been doing, what Creative Live has been doing for some time. And whether it's been a day or 10 years, I just want to say thank you. It's also really important to know on the backside of that that I, I do a lot of responding to comments. So hit me up, on, you know, direct message me on, on Instagram or Twitter or at me. I try and respond as much as possible. So let's have a conversation that transcends me just being in your ears here. Let's try and do it some, somewhere out there in, on the internet land. That's thing one. Thing two, again, I'm not quite sure what channels you pay attention to me and my work, but please go check out. I'm at Chase Jarvis or slash Chase Jarvis or whatever on all the platforms. And it's really important to me. Also, if you wouldn't mind checking out Creative Live, it's something that not only myself, but 120 other committed hardcore badass people come to work every day uh, to build the place where creators and entrepreneurs learn. So check that out. They're just slash creative live or at creative live all over out there on the internet. All right. Until again, uh, probably tomorrow. I hope I'll hear you. I'll be in your ears maybe tomorrow and I'll look for your comments on the internets. Bye.